praise God. Amen. Amen. So we have been talking about a blessing. Um, did, did you fix this one? Or it's still not? This one is not yet fixed, right? I continue with this. Okay, thanks. So we are continuing with uh, the blessing. So last week we stopped where we were asking, what is a blessing? You know, I say that a blessing is a divine empowerment, just like, uh, you know, a curse. Oh, thank you very much, guys. I completely forgot about you. Uh, but it's, it's not intentional. Amen. Let's give them a hand. Yeah, these guys do a great job. They are here during the week rehearsing and doing all kinds of things for the Lord. Um, may the Lord bless you. Yeah. So I say that just like a blessing, just like a curse is a divine force that works against you as you are doing certain things. A blessing is also a divine force that is working for you. You know, a blessing is sometimes called grace. I mentioned that to us. Now, I want us to go into the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 8. 2 Corinthians, chapter 8. I don't know whether I, I because here it's not showing second. I hope that uh, you corrected it. And God is able to make all grace. You see that? God is able to make all grace. We can also say God is able to bless you. Amen? God is able to bless you so that always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. <clears throat> so the reason why God wants to bless you, the Bible says, is that so that you can be sufficient as a person, but so also that you may have abundant good works. Do you know that when you are doing good in the name of the Lord, it's the name of the Lord that gets praised. And the reason why God wants you to have abundance, first for yourself, because it says so that you can have sufficiency for you. The blessing is for you and for other people. The biggest problem that many people have is that they think that God is just blessing them so that they can bless other people. How about you? You see, God is not blessing you. So I, I have heard, obviously, it, it sounds good when you're preaching. You are a blessing so that you can be a blessing. Yes, I don't refuse. But how about you? Before you buy another person's steak, you must have a bigger one yourself. Amen. You know that family that gave me a car? I wouldn't want them to give me a car and then they walk. I know they, they would love a pastor that much, isn't it? But the beauty is that after giving the car to the pastor, they still ride cars. You see, so God wants you blessed and then you can be a blessing. But don't be afraid of being blessed. Amen. Now, in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, the Bible says, then God blessed them. 
And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and every, over every living thing that moves on the earth. Now, the reason why God wants you to be blessed, it's so that your life can dominate the earth, so that you are not dominated by the earth. You, you know, it's, it sounds very, very harsh, but it is very true. When you are poor, most of the times, you are under the mercy of the earth. That is why, you know, if, 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 if you are poor and it's raining, there are people that are in the house are not even knowing that there's rain outside. <laughs> Did you know that? And then there are people, when it starts, just ra starts raining, it's a problem. <laughs> because you are under the mercy of the earth. God wants it the other way. He blessed you so that you can be in control of your life. So, other people take 45 minutes to go to Durban. Other people take a few days on a bicycle. The bigger group take at least six hours, seven hours. But you see, it's, it's because of the level of dominion that you have on the earth. You see, so it's very important that you have to understand the reason God gave, the reason God is blessing you is so that, so that you can have a life that you yourself you are enjoying, but that is also a blessing to other people. So I will give you an example. When you go to certain countries, you know when you go to get a visa, most of the times they will want to show you to show them your, your bank account. They are not being mean. The reason why they're doing that, it's because they don't want when you go into their country that you become a burden. They want you to go into their country and become a blessing. So you can go and live in Monaco if you have liquid, one million euros. You can just go there, get a visa and stay there. You know, so you have to understand that the reason why God is blessing you is because he wants you to enjoy the blessing, but you can also be a blessing when you are blessed. Now, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 17, it says, Then to Adam I said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Ladies and gentlemen, God did not curse a man. What did God curse? And did God curse the ground? He didn't. He says, because of what you have done, you have upset the situation, you have upset the system, and this system is going to work against you. A curse is simply something that is working against your well-being. 
And by Adam doing what he did, he was upsetting the system and the system started working against him and God said to him, because of what you have done, you will toil. You, you know what to toil means? To toil means you will exert more energy to get results than you would if the system was not disturbed. You see, every system is put together to work in a particular way. But if that system has been destabilized, you don't get full capacity of what it is able to give you. So, God says, for his people, through Jesus Christ, he came and he reversed that process that went wrong in Christ. And that is why last week we looked at the scripture which says, God promised Abraham that through you, you are going to bless the whole world through your seed. Your seed will transfer people from a curse to a blessing. It says they will be redeemed from the curse of the law so that the blessing of Abraham can come upon them. So what it is, is this. A blessing is something very, very funny because when you are blessed, when you are blessed, it is not a guarantee that what that blessing has been given to you for is going to be realized. That is why a blessed person can still be poor. Because all of us here are blessed in Christ. The Bible says we are blessed in all blessing in the spiritual heavenlies, isn't it? Now, here is what it is. Being blessed does not guarantee that you are going to realize what that blessing is for. And that is why today I want to show you how to activate. <laughs> I don't like that word. <laughs> how to activate a blessing. But here is, here is something. I am not the one who will. Because in most spaces, it is taught that there are certain people that activate a blessing. It is not true. Because if it was true, all of us would just line up for activation. <laughs> and by the time we come out of the activation, we go outside, we find Mercedes-Benz parked there, we find private jets parked there, we find big houses built for us. It does not work that way. And then there is another way that the blessing will locate you. It's also taught that the blessing will locate you. Let me tell you, in this world, there is only one thing that no matter how clever you are, will locate you. That thing is death. Anything else 
No. Look, I have been a Christian for 30 years now. Guys, it would have located me. <laughs> a long, a long t- how, how elusive am I? How elusive can I be for 30 years? The blessing is looking for me, but it has never located me. So, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, the Bible says, The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Now, it, it gives a very, very difficult uh, uh, translation. Let, let, this, this passage of scripture is difficult because it gives you an impression that when you are blessed, there's not going to be sorrows added. That's not what it is talking about. It is supposed to say, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. Not what you do, not your hard work, not your toil. The word sorrow is the same word they used in Genesis to mean toiling. So it is supposed to say, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, not toiling. That is why when you are blessed, you can do the same thing with somebody who is not blessed. You will get results. The other person will get no results. The difference is that one person is blessed. The other one is not. Because the blessing has that power of bringing results. It Now, in, in the book of uh, <clears throat> the same scripture, but in the Good News Translation, it says, It is the Lord's blessing that makes you wealthy. Let us read together the second part. It was maybe 85% correctly translated. It is not the hard work. (laughs) You see, so the, the reason why God wants you blessed, it's because a blessing has the power that is going to make your work get results without toil. There is going to be activity. There is going to be action, but your action is going not to translate into toiling. Toiling means that you are going to work so hard with very little minimal results. But what the Bible says that the blessing of God upon your life is going to bring great results. When you plant corn, you will get corn. That's what the blessing means. You will not get weeds in your field. You know, and I'm going to show you all that thing. Now, I want to talk about what a blessing is not this morning before I go to the blessing itself. What is a blessing? Because of the way that we think, when I talk about blessing most of the times, people think that it's magic. You know how we go to uh, uh, certain places and they do certain things to us and then magic happens and then we think that magic is going to work its magic. A blessing does not work that way. A blessing is not divination. A blessing, ladies and gentlemen, is not covering your head. And when I say, this is, you say, yavum. 
And, and, and you see, those things we are bringing them in the church. I'm, I'm not trying to hit on anyone, but there's so many people that think that but just by just saying, I receive, something happens to them. How many times have you received in a service? Tell me what has come to you. How many cross over meetings have you gone to? What have you crossed over into? You, you, you were just sleepy the next day. I can tell you that. I can't, I, I'm not lying to you. you. You were just so sleepy. While other people had a great time crossing over at the beach. In a nice hotel. In very nice duvets. You were pleading with God to cross over. <laughs> Because you think it's divination. You think the more you, 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 you plight this thing, it's go No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. I've been a pastor long enough. I, I can see somebody who gets it and somebody who doesn't. I can see that. The people that, when we grew up, we believed that no one can get rich without doing certain muti. Because in our minds, we thought it's in the muti. We believe that when you buy a grinding machine, you know the one that you make millis from to make uh, milli meal? We call it chigayo. <laughs> chigayo. <laughs> that thing grinds the maize. We believed that the, for you to succeed in that business, you need to kill someone and put them in there. Even to be a farmer, we believed that for you to be a successful farmer, you need to kill somebody to be doing your farming. Every, that, and that mindset is still there in the church today. A blessing is not divination. A blessing is not magic. A blessing is a partnership between God and man doing something and God helping you to achieve results better than somebody who doesn't have that divine connection in the spirit realm. And I will show you all that this morning. <clears throat> Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 to 21, it says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, a lot of people quote this passage of scripture, I see in, in, in overnight prayer meetings. Now to him that is exceedingly abundantly. That is a, according to the, and they don't go to the according to the work, according to the power that works in us. Ladies and gentlemen, and I, I posted something about uh, a pastor ordering pizza. Did you see that one? I need a pizza with such a tartar. I need a pizza with these toppings here. And that is how we do it. And we think that by doing those things, the blessing will fall down. 
And, 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 and uh, I was attending a funeral uh, a few days ago of one of the guys at, at Dr. Day who passed away. And um, when, when uh, we went there, the funeral was one hour, 30 minutes. Guys, I was telling the team, I've never been to such a beautiful funeral. It was a great funeral. And the whole packaging of the whole thing. But everything happened within such a short period of time. And ladies and gentlemen, I have done a lot of funerals where I have been told by the undertaker, Pastor, we have run out of time. And when I go home, I realize we didn't do anything. Because people were really busy. They, they, we, we are going to call a neighbor that this person lived with in 1943. And we will have to, to push her to the front there. And she will come and she will take 45 minutes and you are sitting there. Do you know what, what is in our mind? We think that it's inactivity. Things are not inactivity. It's in the power that is working in you. It is not in the shouting. It is not in the singing. It is in you understanding that I need to penetrate into the spirit sometimes as quiet as possible. And then you get results. And then, and then, and then us that are busy. I, I went uh, to a church. I think I was with my wife or I was alone. These places that I go to sometimes. Hey. I sit there you know, and I'm like, what? I bought an air ticket to come here. And this guy made the whole floor in front where I was sitting. Wait. I'm not joking. He made it wait with his saliva. Because he was praying so loud and so disgusting that the saliva was coming out and waiting the whole floor. And, and then I, I, said to he, I, I said to myself, I'm like, this guy. And because he sat in front, it means he's a leader of that church. One of the leaders of that church. I, I, I almost gave him a smack. Just take it easy. <laughs> because because he, th he thinks that, that that is what is going to move God. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been places where people have put another leg on a floor like this with coffee and they have prayed for a multi-million rand contract and they have just said, Lord, you know what we do with this money. We save your people. We do all kinds of things with this money. We need this contract. And started sipping on the coffee. Guys, you know, after the, after, then they go out and do stuff. Do you know where we go after our overnights? We sleep. After praying so hard like that guy, and the whole energy is in the prayer. No, the whole energy should be in what God is going to tell you to go and do. Your going into prayer is not the end. That is why we think that people that, that are so hyper-spiritual are no God. I can tell you, sometimes they don't. That's why they are hyper-spiritual. 
It's because they think that it's in the activity. The Bible says, according to the work, according to the power that is at work outside, ladies and gentlemen. Is it outside? This power is at work in you. And sometimes this power that is at work in you is working next to somebody, my wife and G. Something can be happening there. And G is not aware of what is going on. That is how God works. The, the blessing of the Lord has been misinterpreted. And that is why many of us think it's in the activity. It's not in the activity. It's in the workings of God in your life. And that is why <clears throat> somebody can quietly do something that they have been told by God to do and get great results. And somebody who has been ordering that pizza the whole day not get the pizza. The reason is very simple. They probably don't understand. Now, what are the parameters of the blessing? This is my favorite part. I want to show you that the blessing of God is this divine, spiritual, I want to call it thing. But I don't know which word to use. That, that happens and it affects certain areas of your life. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 to 8, I want us to read the parameters of this blessing. And this is what it says. Now it shall come to pass. If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, like you already do, by trusting in Christ Jesus, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you <clears throat> and overtake you. Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall you be, blessed shall be the fruit of your body, blessed are the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds and the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall, shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord <clears throat> will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. I don't know, I, I will have the other water. I'm finishing this one. My voice, I think it's the heat. It's too hot. I need beyond energy right now. Yeah. Yeah, I need beyond energy. <laughs> so the Bible says, uh, where did I stop? The Lord will command the blessing. You remember the first time, what did it say? When, you know, when you are reading the Bible, don't read the Bible and ignore 
the phrases. In English, it's very difficult. But when you are reading from the original text, you will see that in English, certain words are pronounced in a particular way. Now, this is what it says. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing. It doesn't say the blessings on you in your storehouse and in all to which you set your hand and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Now, from the, the text that we read, I want us to look at four things that the blessing of God is going to affect in your life or effect in your life. The first thing, it says, blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. In other words, a location can influence your blessing. If you are in the wrong place, there is a very big possibility you can do exactly what other people are doing and getting results, but you not getting results. What you need to know is that you need to hear God speak about certain things. When you are in the right place, the place is going to yield results because of the blessing in spite of that is why when you are blessed and God says, go to such, such a place and everybody is running away from that place. But because God has said go, you have a blessing. And it is that blessing that afterwards will cause people to say, but why did everyone fail? It's not because you are good. It's because of the blessing. That is why even when you are looking for a business partner, you are looking for a business uh, <clears throat> location and all those things, pray to the Lord that he should give you the right location. Because a location, I can tell you, is important. But you also have to understand that the location does not influence the blessing. The blessing influences the location. So it doesn't matter if it is the right location. The Lord is going to do what he said he will do. There was a time in Genesis chapter 12 when God specifically said to Abraham, leave this country and go to this country and in that country I am going to make you a great nation. Do you know that if he remained in the country where God said live, do you know that we wouldn't know about uh, uh, Abraham today? I want to ask you a question very quickly as, as I am going to continue. Uh, do you know uh, Mr. 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 Shabalala, who is uh, a billionaire in, in retail? He is doing retail business. 
Mr. Shabalala. Do you know him? Anyone who knows that billionaire, in, his name is Mr. Shabalala. James, James Shabalala. And anybody? Anybody knows James Shabalala? He is in retail. That's the business that he is in. He is not there. <laughs> you know why? He stayed in the wrong place. <laughs> he didn't go to where God said he should go. That's why we don't know him. He remained. When God said go to Limpopo, he thought that it only happens in Gauteng. When God says go to Durban, he thought it only happens in Cape Town. You as a child of God, you have to always be attentive because God is going to always move you. A place is very important for God's blessing because I know certain people <clears throat> Uh, let me give you uh, a story, true story. I stayed when I was young. I was about 23, 24 years old. I stayed with someone who was very, very uh, high up in the Zambian uh, uh, political and church situation. So I stayed in his house and he really loved me a lot. What I didn't know is that this man loved me so much. One day, he went to Canada. And when he went to Canada, one of his friends told him that there was a fully paid scholarship that is available <clears throat> for somebody that he can bring to Canada to come and study for free. Ticket paid for accommodation, tuition, and everything. Because you see, that's what, that's what happens when these big guys sit down, they talk. So, you know what that guy did? He put my name, my name, on it. And me, when he was in Canada, at home, me and his wife had a misunderstanding. Very big misunderstanding. So I went into the bedroom, and I packed my bag, and I left his house. I went to stay with my friends. And uh, when I, started, I stayed with my friends, a few weeks later, he drove into the space where I was staying with my friends. He found out where I had gone. And I told him what had happened. But you know what? He got so ticked off with me that he sent them message in Canada that my boy is not coming back. He's not coming for studying. I was in the wrong place. Even if I fought with that lady, I should have stayed. It's a place, just the place. Just because I moved, I'm not in Canada. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you just stay. Because that's where God wants you to be. But there are some times you have to leave no matter how nice things are getting. Because that's 
that is not where you are supposed to be at that particular time. Location. The blessing. The blessing can sometimes require you to be in a certain place. That, you, you, you girls that you girls that are not married. Hmm. Check the places you frequent. Guys, how can you get married every single day? This is your routine. Sunday, church. After church, house Netflixing. The whole, nobody's, people don't see you. No. You are in the wrong place. Even if you are Netflixing. Go sit at McDonald's and have an ice cream. <laughs> Somebody from church, oh, that's the girl I saw from church. How's it, you know? <laughs> right, be in the right place. Because the right place, me, the right place for me was the worship team. I used to sit there. I was in the right place and there I saw her. I said, that one is the one. And now, 19 years later, two children. Amen. Right place, ladies and gentlemen. The second thing that your, the blessing is going to influence, it says, blessed shall be the fruit of your body. The blessing also wants to give you health. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25, it says, so you shall serve the Lord your God. And he will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. The Lord wants to give you health. Health is part of the blessing. Let us stop thinking that the blessing is only material. The blessing also has to do with health. But you see, the scripture says he will bless what? He doesn't say he will bless your body. That's why we get it wrong. What does it say, uh, Bongani? He says he will bless your bread and he will bless your water. He will bless what goes into your body. And then there are times when he will tell you not to take certain things into your body. But you think that because you are a child of God, then you can eat anything and it will be fine. The blessing is not magic. The blessing does not happen to remove what you have already put inside. The blessing will stop you what to put inside. Because the blessing is a practical thing. He says, I will bless your bread and I will bless your water. When I do that, you will not be sick. It has to do with food. The third thing is this. It says, blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. He is talking about farming. These people were farming. So he's talking about a career. 
He's talking about the fact that God's blessing is also influence your business. It's going to influence your career. It's going to influence your work. So you don't take God outside that space. Listen to Genesis chapter 39, 1 to 3. It says, now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper. The Lord made everything that this guy did. Now, in, in our minds as Pentecostal Christians, we think that God made Joseph successful. One day he goes into the factory, everything is done. He goes to sleep. The other day he goes into the farm, everything is no. He gave him wisdom how to run the business of Potiphar. He gave him wisdom how to make sure that Egypt was the only place where you could find corn when there was no corn in the whole world. He gave him wisdom. So your career is part of the blessing, but it's not magic. You know, you know, you know, you know the magic, you know, you, you go uh, in, in our uh, magic mindset. You put something on the chair of your boss. Yeah, a tree. <laughs> Guys, a tree didn't even protect itself when you were cutting it. <laughs> and it will be able to remove your boss. <laughs> the fourth thing, and we're going to be finished, is this. So it is your health, uh, it is your career and it is a location. The fourth thing is God, God's blessing also helps you to fight your battles, helps you to fight your challenges. The Bible says the Lord will cause your enemies who, raise, who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way. <clears throat> and flee before you seven ways. Isaiah 54, 17 says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. John 16, 33 says, I have told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jeremiah 1.19 says, They will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you, says the Lord, <clears throat> to deliver you. God does not promise a battle, challenge, free life, but He promises victory. 
He promises victory. The problem comes when people are taught when you are a Christian and you are going through challenges, it means that you are not following that. Look here. Actually, the reason why the devil fights you, it's because he knows when you have money, your money won't be used wrongly. That's why he gets you out. That's why he makes you poor. Your money challenges is a sign that the devil doesn't want you to have money. Your marital problems is the devil. He doesn't want you to have a good marriage. He knows your children have a better chance when they rise, when they grow in a house where father and mother is. He wants you to split. There is nothing in the Bible that the Bible says that you will not have challenges. But the Bible always promises they will fight, but they will not win. They will make weapons, but the weapons will not succeed. In this life you will have trouble, but be of a good heart because I have overcome the world. The Lord always promises that you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. The Lord does not the Lord does not say that when you are a Christian then everything you know is going to be a bed of roses. No. Actually you will be fought. The devil will fight you. The devil will fight you. What is the secret sauce? The secret of all the four things is in verse 8. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret of activating God's blessing is not in that guy who is so anointed praying for you. The secret is what the Bible says, I will put a blessing on you and in everything that you lay your hands on. If you don't have what you have your hands held onto, God's blessing is still dormant in your life. And it can remain like that forever. What God's blessing is waiting for you is that thing that you are going to put your hand onto. Because on you, you have a blessing. But the blessing must be extended to what you do. And there's a secret to that. So, the secret is this. We are blessed. But the activation of the blessing is in what we do. We need to create. We need to build. We need to do things for God to bless and for the blessing of God to expand. You see, <clears throat> sometimes we are taught wrongly because we think that when we are blessed, things will happen automatically. And we see a lot of Christians that go out there 
And I, 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 I don't, don't take me wrongly. Don't, don't take me wrongly. My wife will tell you, I pray a lot. Myself, I pray a lot. I'm, I'm a pastor, so that's what we do. We pray. But I have noticed there's so many people who don't understand that prayer is not magic. That is why they are afraid. And that is why they believe that there's a guy out there that has power that today they can lay their hands on you and then your things without you doing anything. I don't know a God who works that way. The God that I know is the God who says, I have blessed you, but I want you to put your hand on something so that I can bless that thing. And here is how it works. The size of what you put your hand to also will determine the size of your blessing. Because look, if you bring a cup to capture God's blessing, God will fill the cup. If you bring a pot, God will bring a pot. If you bring a drum, God will bring a drum. But there are people that say, no, I will pump a pipe there. <laughs> and they put a pipe there and the water just <laughs> continuously coming out. And you see, I, I have seen that there is, the, the blessing of the Lord is not discriminatory. Discriminatory. Big English word. It, 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 does not, it does not look at you. It looks at you. What size of basket are you bringing before God to put the blessing in? If the basket is like this, he will fill it. If it's like this, he will fill it. If it's the size of this, it will fill it. So the bigger the system, the bigger the basket, the bigger your blessing. The blessing itself has no size. What restricts the size is the size of the person that wants to trap the blessing. That is why all of us in here today are blessed. But we will not end up the same. Some of us, one day they will have a house somewhere, they will be happy. It is your blessing. Other people, they want hundred houses. God will give them hundred houses. It is their blessing. The blessing itself is neutral and the blessing, the blessing has no size. So, are you in the right location? Do you claim the blessing of God for your health? Your career, your business, your work. Do you know that God, that is one of the things that God wants to bless? Don't just think about your career, you know that, uh, you, you just, no, think right there. Because that is part of the blessing. And then remember, whatever you are going through today, God has promised that you will be just fine. Can you say amen to that? 
whatever it is that you are going through today God hasn't promised that you will not go through things God has said in spite of what you're going through you are more than a conqueror because God is going to grant you the ability to win your battles can we stand so the activation of the blessing of God is waiting for you is waiting for you to lay your hands onto something there's something there is a there's a lot of people here at our church today that I am so proud of that have heard me say these things and they have taken you know uh, uh, these things very I want to gossip about one of them I, goss I gossiped about one of them last week about the cabbages but this morning I want to gossip about one of our girls here at church the devil really a couple of years ago the devil attacked her and she really felt this is the end for me Pastor Ken I remember me and my wife going to a, a, a hospital where they had put her there because she was in very very bad shape not physically and me and my wife would go there and we would sit and we would tell her that you know what it's not over until God says so it's a couple of years now a very very dedicated lady here at church and she has heard me say these things one day I preached the message I can't remember what message I preached but she sent me the whole write up about that message and she went home and she said to herself you know what I am meant for more at work they even demoted her because of what she was going through they put her they didn't fire her they put her right at the bottom she says you have told us she went and she went on YouTube and she mastered on YouTube for free how to do the work that she does and she went to her superiors and she told them give me a chance without a salary to do one two three things and they gave her a chance she's now activating a blessing she me I just preached I didn't lay my hands on her ladies and gentlemen she goes and she nails it her superiors at work gets flabbergasted about what she's doing you know what they don't give her her position back but they give her way on top way on top on my phone on my computer I have two certificates that she sent to me she says pastor Ken those are the awards that I have won at my work 
and you know what she used to be a very good customer to the taxi industry not anymore one day she rocks up one day she rocks up here at church and I was in the office she says come come down I go down into the into the uh, car park and there's a blazing beautiful car there and says lay your hands on this baby and I laid my hands on that baby and I said thank you Lord for blessing my daughter today and I prayed for that car as why I am gossiping right now she's not in church she told me she won an award to go overseas they said to her here is an you have done so well and now she's somewhere at the beach drinking cocktails while you are praying <laughs> you, you, you see what I'm saying ladies and gentlemen she is blessed but for her to activate that blessing she had to do something she had to go on YouTube where you watch she was able to watch the right things she was activating her blessing I pray for you this morning that you will go out there and activate your blessing and make your blessing work for you and for your family and for your friends and for this church Amen 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 May, may the Lord's blessing may the Lord's blessing take you to places may the Lord's blessing take you to places you know one of the girls here at church sent me a whatsapp message says don't worry pastor I will buy you a helicopter one day <laughs> yeah I'm still waiting but it's my prayer it's my prayer that you will not be misled and think that the blessing of the Lord is not upon you is upon somebody to bring it to you it is already at work in you you need to activate it you need to go get it Father God, I thank you for these, your children, this morning. I want to pray in Jesus' name that, Lord, your blessing, which is already upon each and every one of them, for we know that the blessing and the promises of God in Christ are yes and amen. And that is why I pray for every career in here today. I pray for every business, every job in here today, that, Lord, the blessing of the Lord will expand them will increase them, will multiply them. And those that are going through challenges that the blessing of the Lord will cause the enemy that comes up in one way to be disintegrated into seven ways. So today I thank you and I bless you and I honor you as I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Amen.